Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Founded in 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the greater Boston area and beyond. We are located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets, across from the Public Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. The house lights go down. The spotlight illuminates the red velvet curtains and an anticipation, a hush, falls over the crowd. The orchestra begins the overture and the curtains open and suddenly the show begins. Or maybe, maybe you're sitting alone in your room or you're in the car on a long family trip and you put on the soundtrack to a Broadway show. You listen start to finish or maybe you skip the songs that you can't stand and you are singing along at the top of your lungs, whether in key or not. And it's playful or it's visceral or it's inspiring. And through its story, you are connected with something larger. For many of us, musical theater is magic. When we see a show, we are transported and enveloped in another world. Audiences and performers agree to suspend disbelief to live for a few hours in a universe where people break out into song and then are joined by a cadre of backup dancers, where you can pour your whole heart out in a song and be understood. And part of what makes live theater even more magical is the shared experience of being wrapped up in the story together. Researchers at the University College of London found that when a group of people are at a live theater event together, their heartbeats synchronize with each other and with the emotional arc of the story. There are so many life lessons and spiritual teachings to be found in musicals. Now, whether or not Broadway is one of your go-to musical genres. I invite you to hear the messages that you need to hear today. Here are five lessons offered to us from the sacred texts of musical theater. Lesson one, no one is alone. Or if I were to sing the line from Into the Woods, no one's here to guide you. Now you're on your own. Only me beside you. Still you're not alone. No one is alone. Truly no one is alone. Picture it. One of the lead actors starts a song telling their story. 
say it's Dear Evan Hansen, and Evan Hansen takes center stage all alone and sings. Have you ever felt like nobody was there? Have you ever felt forgotten in the middle of nowhere? And you are right there with him in his vulnerability. But then a second voice joins in with their own message. There's a place where we don't have to feel alone. And every time that you call out, you're a little less alone. And then by the bridge in the last chorus, the whole cast fills the stage and is singing at the top of their lungs, you will be found. This is one of my favorite metaphors from musical theater. And I don't know if there's a technical term for it, but it's the structure where one lone voice is joined by a companion and then a trio, and then it's the whole ensemble. At its best, this is what we hope for in community, in this UU congregation. We hope to create spaces where each of us can show up, vulnerably share our own truth, and have a whole cast of characters join in with us. Sometimes they'll be singing in the unison of like-mindedness, and it is so powerful. And sometimes they'll be singing a harmony or a counter-melody that adds richness to our own. Musical theater is not a solo act, and neither is community. Lesson two, people come into our lives for a reason. Or, if I were to sing the line from Wicked, I've heard it said that people come into our lives for a reason, bringing something we must learn, and we are led to those who help us most to grow if we let them and we help them in return. I actually first learned of this concept as a teaching from Jewish mysticism that our souls choose this particular life, this particular lifetime, our friends and adversaries to help us learn what we need to learn. I don't know if I believe that on a cosmic scale, but I do believe that we can learn from everyone around us. When we're inspired by someone we meet, we have the chance to nurture those traits in ourselves. We meet someone whose generosity inspires us and it helps us to become more generous too. They have shown us a way to be in the world, in community, in relationship that we can cultivate. And, when we're annoyed by someone we meet, as in the case of Glinda and Alphaba in Wicked, we have the opportunity to grow ourselves. As the Dalai Lama says, 
If you can cultivate the right attitude, your enemies are actually your best spiritual teachers because their presence provides you with the opportunity to enhance and develop tolerance, patience, and understanding. Lesson three, you've got to be carefully taught. Or if I were to sing the line from South Pacific, you've got to be taught to hate and fear. You've got to be taught from year to year. It's got to be drummed in your dear little ear. You've got to be carefully taught. The late South African leader Nelson Mandela taught, no one is born hating another person because of the color of their skin or their background or their religion. People must learn to hate, he said, and if they can learn to hate, they can be taught to love, for love comes more naturally to the human heart than its opposite. This is a helpful reminder that we were brought up in a society of systemic racism. Even if we as individuals are out there in the world doing our best to be loving and kind to everyone, we have still had a lifetime of absorbing messages that center and privilege white, Christian, straight, able-bodied, cisgendered identities. Our faith's commitment to building a just, equitable, and inclusive world calls us to unlearn so much that society has taught us and to live courageously into new ways. Mandela is right. Love does come more naturally to the human heart. We're building those new ways all the time. And to add in another little into the woods quote, children will listen, children will see and learn. The work that we do to unlearn oppression is noticed and needed by the generations coming up. When we bump up against the discomfort or despair that happens as part of our work to dismantle systems of oppression, let us remember that every one of our actions can create a deeper liberation for those who come after us. Lesson four, follow every byway toward your dream, even when it feels impossible. Well, this does mash up two dream songs, including to dream the impossible dream, but you get the idea. I can't even begin to count the number of musicals whose plot involves going after a far-fetched dream and succeeding at least in some fashion by the end. Fundamentally, I believe that we each have gifts 
that the world needs, and that our dreams are a part of the story of the world. Any dream will do. Now, this isn't precisely musical theater, but when it comes to dreaming big dreams, I always think about Jim Henson, the creator of The Muppets. There's a story that one day, Jim gathered a bunch of creatives into a conference room, and he said, let's think of an idea that would bring peace to the world in our lifetimes. Although he knew that TV shows don't necessarily bring peace to the world, they weren't so cynical as to say, we can't think about it. The result of that conversation was the TV show Frackle Rock, which, while it didn't bring about complete world peace, did teach values of being good neighbors, celebrating diversity, and curiosity. The world is better for this, and the world will be better for each of us moving toward our dreams. And lesson five, measure in love. Or if I were to sing the line from Rent, how do you measure, measure a year in daylights, in sunsets, in midnights, in cups of coffee, in inches, in miles, in laughter, in strife, in 525,600 minutes. How do you measure a year in the life, measuring love? I mean, this one just gets right to the heart of things, doesn't it? As we look back at this a little over a year of pandemic time, this is the lens that I hope we use. Even as many of us are itching to return to familiar rhythms, to reconnect with people we've missed, to gather again as a community, let's lift up and honor all of the ways that we've expressed and received love throughout this time. How has love shown up in your life during the pandemic? Beloveds, stay open to the magic of being transported into a story, of being transfixed as our hearts beat in time together. May this be a place where you don't have to feel alone. Truly, no one is alone. People come into our lives for a reason, bringing something we must learn. We are led to those who help us most to grow if we let them, and we help them in return. You've got to be carefully taught. Children will listen. Let us measure our lives in love. So may it be, and amen.
And for our benediction, I invite you to put your hands over your heart, either in namaste or one over the other. We share these words from Reverend Israel Bafardi. My friends, when you go from here, know that our hearts are always in a holy place, for we are always connected to one another. Know that deep down, our hearts beat in one universal rhythm. May we each find the sacred space to hear it. Let us keep this faith, beloved, and pass it on. The service begins when the service ends. Go in peace. Amen. Where you go, where you go, I will go. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace.